And hello everybody and welcome back to Kings of the Rift, your source for competitive League of Legends news and opinions. I'm your host, Gold Knight, as always. Uh, we are streaming this live on Twitch currently, um, but also recording it for the future of uh, YouTube and everything like that and the different clips that we have for our TikTok, Instagram, that kind of stuff there. Um, so this should be nice. This should be fun. Um, if you're joining us live on Twitch, um, drop a question in the chat, uh, you know, League of Legends related and stuff like that, and we can figure it all out here. Um, we can basically get together and kind of uh, see what we're doing. So um, it won't be so much a call, like a call-in show, almost like Hotline League, but it's going to be, um, you know, if there is questions, if anybody who's, um, you know, watching the stream, we can definitely, um, you know, answer that and get that all situated. Uh, but we're going to actually be, um, this episode is named Timing, uh, and we're going to be talking about a couple different things um, in regarding, in, you know, in regards to timing, um, whether that be within League of Legends or um, League of Legends esports and that kind of stuff there. So, um, but before we get all into it, I do want to say thank you to all of you for listening, watching, and all of that. Uh, this podcast is available where all other fine podcasts can be found. Leave me a review if you're on iTunes. It seriously helps to get this podcast noticed. And if anywhere else you find us, um, make sure to follow the podcast so you can help get updates on when a new episode gets posted. Um, and if you're on Anchor, uh, you guys can actually help me out and become a subscriber to the podcast. Um, it's kind of like a Twitch subscription type thing where you can pay... Um, you know, X amount of dollars every month to uh, to get basically like ad free, uh, like ad free episodes, as well as different things like, uh, you know, like maybe incentives. If I get out, you know, get an, an episode out early, I can give it to you guys before I give it to the folks who are not uh, subscribers yet. Um, so you can get to it a little bit early. Um, you know, any bit of help is fantastic, and your support will help keep making this podcast better. Uh, with enough support, the episodes are just going to keep getting better and better. Uh, we'll get better tech, we'll get better audio, we'll get better just everything. Um, so, so yeah, on the uh, other side of things, um, we're definitely going to take a look at uh, a couple different things that came out for um, Professional League here, um, the LCS. Um, and going and everything else going forward, it looks like currently uh, I'm gonna pull up the actual uh, announcement. But um, here, um, I'm gonna pull up the actual announcement for when it came to like what the springs, you know, what the schedule updates are. Um, so right here it says TLDR. Uh, too long, didn't read. <laughs> 
2023 LCS Spring Split begins on January 26th. Fantastic. Uh, just about a month away. Uh, but it'll be a month from the day after Christmas. Awesome. Uh, broadcast days will shift to Thursdays and Fridays. Um, while extending to Wednesdays during Super Weeks. Which, okay. Um, that's definitely something that's a little different. Um, Thursdays and Fridays. Well, technically Wednesdays, Thursdays and Fridays. Um, definitely a little interesting. Definitely not exactly what I was looking for when it came to uh, the season and everything like that. Um, from what I was seeing as well... Um, Shift its primary broadcast days to Thursdays and Fridays with a start time of uh, 3 p.m. EST is actually what it says, too. So that's something that I was kind of looking at and saying it's a little interesting, a little different. Um, I don't know how much I like it in, like, the grand scheme of things. Um, but honestly, I can still probably watch it. Um, I'm a fan of League of Legends. I will watch it if I need to or if I can, you know. Um, I'm not going to be sitting here looking at it and saying, oh, well, it's just going to be a dying sport and it's a dying, you know, franchise. You know, it's crazy and I don't like it. Uh, you know, they're they're going to lose so much money. They're going to lose everything. Um, it's not at all what I'm going to be like. Uh, the opposite, where I'm basically saying, like, it doesn't really matter. Um, if you can watch it, fantastic. Uh, if you can't, then you can't. Um, and it sucks. It really does um, if you can't. Um, but you definitely can see throughout the week um, that uh, that basically it becomes to this point where, like, throughout the week you have so many people who are streaming on Twitch. Um, just, like, different streamers. Just whatever people streaming. And you get to a point where, like, okay, those people are streaming, and they're during the day, and they're having millions of viewers. So why is that, like, why why is this the majority, or the majority of what people are saying? Um, you know, at least the loud voices on Twitter um, are saying, this is the absolute weak, worst time, and blah, 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 blah. It's just, it's ridiculous. Um, let me see what I got here. So, um, I wanted to take a look, actually. I went on twitchtracker.com, um, and I want to see active streamers. Um, is this actually, no, I'm looking for, like, per day. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see, just, let's look at games. League of Legends. League of Legends usually has, um, as of, it's like average channel, average channels that are live in League of Legends is 2,236 um, channels in the last seven days have been live streaming League of Legends. Currently, that's us as well, <laughs> you know, um, and all together in the seven days, um, the hour in this past seven days, uh, this is just before Christmas, we're uh, 12.20 right now is when we're recording. There has been 15 million hours watched by people in this seven days. Um, average viewers for seven days in the past uh, 
you know, for like the average viewers of like all the different, um, you know, channels and all this different stuff is 89,000 viewers. That is crazy. Um, of course, that is peaked. Um, so it actually, it's peak League of Legends um, viewers was actually on uh, November 5th, which I believe was finals weekend. Um, and there's a whole bunch, you know, obviously a whole bunch going on. Um, and then we had basically viewers per channel for the past seven days. Um, obviously you take amount of like the average viewers in the seven days and you divide them by the, you know, channels and all that, um, 40 viewers per channel. Um, but basically you take a look and at any time during the day, um, let's just see here. Let's see if we look right here. So on so if you look just look on days of the uh, days of the week analysis for um and this is this is through twitchtracker.com um you look at Thursday and Friday um viewers on average on those days are 147,845 um, that usually viewers on Thursdays, um, watching watching just League of Legends in general, um, like those are unique viewers and everything. Um, on Fridays there are uh, one hundred fifty seven thousand five hundred and fifty five viewers on average. Um, and actually it seems like there are less on Thursdays and Fridays, um, slightly like less. Uh, like viewers or channels that are available like online during those times. Um, however, the the actual hours watched on average for League of Legends on Thursdays and Fridays are actually um, there's more the hours watched on those Thursdays and Fridays than there is on Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. Um, of course, the the numbers and stats are definitely drastically different than on Saturday and Sundays. But, um, like, for all of these different things here, whether it's viewers on average, channels uh, live, or hours watched on average, very much different than Saturdays and Sundays. But I think you really have to think about the way that League of Legends, or not even just League of Legends, but the LCS is trying to change its change itself. Uh, I think, honestly, the LCS is trying to change itself into being more of a league that is based on like a regular viewer um, rather than um, kind of like bandwagon fans, this kind of stuff where you're, um, you know, you're kind of getting to a point where unless the LCS wins worlds and figures it all out, everything, you are not going to really run into a point where um, you're getting a ton of new fans. Um, the Valorant scene in New York, not just New York. I know it is big in New York where I am. Um, but in the North American scene, uh, the Valorant scene is huge. And I think that's really where they're going to be focusing on, which is fine. Um, towards me, that's fine. It's a Riot product. Um, basically, if, if, this, if, the, if Valorant works well and does well and makes Riot money, they'll keep putting money into other things. Keep putting money into, um, you know, League of Legends. They'll put money into uh, 
believe, what is it, Legends of Runeterra. Um, put money into TLT, put money into um, Project L, the uh, the fighting game, um, even the MMO, whenever that comes out. Um, this, this money for Riot will come into other money for other places, um, which is just a great idea in general. Um, and honestly, it's just a very interesting um, kind of moment that we're in right now where um, I think we're almost in a rebuilding phase for the LCS. I think that there is a lot left to be desired when it comes to the LCS in general, um, when it comes to the level of play, when it comes to the level of production to a point. Uh, people always joke, oh, NA production, NA production, all this. And yes, I agree. I see that to a point. But I don't necessarily know if that is like kind of the answer to all this. Um, I think really what we're running into is that LCS is becoming a product that it doesn't really it, it doesn't know what it is yet. Um, and I think that's kind of where the issue lies. Um, I do think with the retirement of um, or I say retirement from uh a from a standpoint of uh broadcast uh freak is stepping down from the broadcast um i do like to think that freak did have some voice when he was in uh when he was in production like that whole area um i definitely think that he maybe had some push in it as well as pastry time uh, definitely had push to say hey i don't think we should do this hey i think we should do that or anything like that and hopefully going forward um new blood will come in uh whether that be um you know some of the guys from the uh you know the proving grounds series and all the different stuff like cubby and um like the other folks and stuff i'm sorry um but honestly it's a very interesting um, kind of, I, I feel like it's almost a very, uh, very interesting point that we're getting to where, um, you know, the LCS could reinvent itself like the LEC did. Um, I don't think the LCS will change its name or anything like that. Um, but I definitely think there's going to be something different um, when it comes to the LCS this year. Um, I don't think it's just going to be based on the fact that you know, we're running into a point where we're on Wednesdays and Thursday or, you know, Wednesday, Thursdays, Fridays. I don't think that's the biggest problem or biggest issue that we're running into. Um, you know, if we do get to a point where the LCS actually pops off, wins Worlds or does well at Worlds or anything like that. You're going to get to a point where people want the LCS to be on on Saturdays and Sundays. Um, it's going to be must-watch TV, basically. And what do they do with, like, shows or games and whatever that aren't on, that aren't really, like, the must-watch TV? They kind of push it to the side. Um, you know, we're lucky that the LCS is still around, that we're not getting rid of the LCS because, you know, it's basically become, you know, ineffectual at Worlds. Um, and effectual does that work 
I think that works in a spot right there. Um, and honestly, I feel like the the changing of the guard here with some of the players and some of the teams, um, I think will actually really change the way that League of Legends is played in North America. Um, whether that be from people like Doublelift being now on 100 Thieves to people like Prince being brought in to FlyQuest, um, you know, to basically, you know, the, the new roster of, um, you know, Dignitas, where they have Santorin and Jensen, um, all of this, I think it'll be an interesting way to see it change and be kind of put into a new perspective going forward. So I definitely think that that's something we need to keep an eye on um, and just look at what we're doing when it comes to, uh, you know, to our viewership and all that. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, when it comes to, um, you know, East, the LOL Esports scene here, um, let's see what it says. I'm taking a look at... Um, Oh, so they're going to make a new stage, which will be very nice. Um, which will be very cool. It's going to be using, wow, over 1,000 LED tiles um, to push the space to its absolute limit. Um, LCS competitive format will stay largely stay the same. Um, all right. Okay, cool. Um, we're not going to, they're not changing anything like the LEC does, um, where the LEC now has like three different little, like kind of mini splits throughout the season split. Um, and it'll be kind of interesting to see where that kind of goes. Uh, what's going to happen if someone just wins each time? What happens if, um, three different people win and, you know, each different split, it's a little bit different and all this. Um, we'll have to see. I think that's going to be a really interesting um, League of Legends to watch. Um, I almost feel that the L the LEC got somewhat weaker this year. Um, I know I don't talk a ton about the LEC, but I do think that just looking at the rosters and like who's here and who's there, um, I definitely think it'll be more interesting. I just definitely... I feel like it got almost weaker because we don't know. I guess weaker from a from a viewer standpoint, um, where you're like, "Oh, who's this guy? Oh, he's an LFL guy. Oh, okay. Uh, who's this guy? Oh, he's a Spanish league guy. Oh, okay. What uh, what about that guy? Oh, he's from the English league or whatever. Like, kind of interesting, um, you know, storyline wise, but definitely not, um, you know, the 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 wow factors of oh, look at that, you know. Um, it'll be interesting for the first couple of games, uh, first couple of weeks even, um, you know, seeing Yankos go up against G2, that'll be very interesting to see. Um, and then just kind of going forward and looking at all the different, um, you know, movements on the teams, I could see, you know, some upsets and kind of, I definitely am going to see that there's a, there's a team in the LEC that's going to just rise to the top like Excel did last year. And just come out of nowhere and be like, oh, we're actually pretty good. Like, we shouldn't have been, but we're good. Um, and we'll just kind of figure that out as being, um, you know, oh, they were good the whole time. And that's what everyone's going to say. But I don't know. 
Um, I'm going to take a little break here, um, get into a, uh, you know, do a little ad break here for the podcast um, listeners. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about um, the coaching aspect of things and uh, kind of take a look at where we're going forward, um, you know, in relation to timing, uh, kind of take a little, uh, you know, interest in that kind of stuff there. So um, that gives you a little sneak preview of what we're, what we're looking forward to uh, in the next part of this. So uh, be right back on the podcast here. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Um, we are talking about timing in League of Legends, and we are looking at what that actually means. Uh, timing in League of Legends really has to do with a few aspects. Um, it can mean a few different things when it comes to timing, but um, the main things that I really want to talk about are things like um, timing around Dragon, timing around Baron, or uh, the Heralds. Um, and I do know a little bit about this as I do have, um, you know, quite a bit on the client as a, um, I have like the two shells are better than one little tag that you have there. Um, the token, that's what it is. Um, you know, pretty far into the token there as well as when it comes to, um, you know, dragon and everything, when you take first dragon before eight, um, I am like, I think challenger on that or masters on that um, when it comes to the challenges and everything there. So definitely something I know a little bit about um, and something I'd love to talk to you all about. Um, there's a lot that I think we unconsciously know in League of Legends. Um, and it may be something as simple as like just a a rule that we don't really realize um, that maybe we don't even know is a actual rule. Um, you know, and, and 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 when I speak to rules, I don't mean that this is something you have to do every game. And if you're not doing it right, you're just horrible and all this, but to a point of like this will help you improve your game to a point that you don't have to worry about like if you implement this constantly you are good to go you are set up for success in almost every game you play um and that is when you are coming to a point when you are actually getting into a situation where dragon or herald needs to be picked up there are um, a few things you need to do that you can actually set you up for success for that dragon, for that herald, um, or for that baron that will actually help you get that actual uh, objective here. Um, and it really starts at about that one minute and 30 seconds ahead of any type of objective that you're working on here. Um, you know, this I kind of knew when I was playing League of Legends um, without being coached, without being kind of taught this stuff. Um, definitely kind of was like, all right, well, then that gives me time to figure stuff out. It gives me time to look around, like, you know, look around the, the pit, um, whether that be top side or bot side. 
Um, and honestly, one minute and 30 seconds is the like is the time you need to be focused on going to the pit, going to bot lane, going to top lane, depending on whichever it is there. And you need to be focusing up around that area um, and basically putting down your wards that you need to, because if you put it, um, you know, if you put it any earlier, you're going to end up losing, uh, you have the chance just by like actual time by losing a, uh, you know, a yellow trinket ward there. Um, you know, you have a chance of someone coming in and sweeping it and all that. Um, but there is definitely a point where you need to get in there, put down wards, um, you know, forward wards, you know, for uh, either side, really. Um, you know, depending, you know, this is all based on blue side, red side, all this different stuff. But the biggest thing you need to do is you need to make sure that, like, 130 is the cutoff of, like, this is when we're going to make that decision. Are we going for Drake? going for Harold, what are we going to do? And I think this has really been um, emphasized, but also figured out a little bit when it comes to uh, the new system for pinging and like the voting system, uh, because that actually really helps people in at least solo queue talk things out a little bit more. Uh, whereas in in years past, what it was was you basically were saying, okay, I'm pinging on the way, or I'm pinging, uh, you know, help me here, or I'm typing in chat that, you know, I need help on Dragon, or we need this Dragon. Um, but this, at least with we have the Take Dragon versus Give Dragon, um, that is definitely something that is looking good, um, looking good for League of Legends here. Um, now, of course, once you get into a... Uh, you know, amateur, pro, you know, more competitive team where you were actually a cohesive team, um, you won't necessarily need those pings. Um, you'll know, hey, we're fighting for this. Uh, you know, when you're in comms, you're going to be talking about this. You're going to be figuring it out with each other that you need to go to Dragon or you need to go to Baron or whatever. Um, and honestly, that's something that I think really... Uh, like, people need to learn on their own. Um, you know, the, com the the whole communication aspect of things is is something that's very big, and I think that's something that we'll really get into um, in a future episode here. Um, you know, whether that be a communications episode or something um, to kind of talk about not just communication in-game, but also communication um, outside of game, meaning, like, uh, you know, Twitter that kind of, you know, Reddit, all that kind of stuff, like what coaching really, um, you know, how coaches can help with different aspects like that um, and kind of, you know, give you a little bit of, you know, advice in one way or the or the, or the other, um, you know, whether you're doing this or doing that on, uh, on Twitter or on Reddit or that kind of stuff there and kind of taking a look at what uh, communication, you know, personal communication was well as interpersonal communication for sure um but going forward um you guys won't need to worry about um communication when it comes to solo queue really i mean 
you definitely want to be talking to your players, um, you know, to the other teammates here, um, and tell them like, hey, I'm want to go for dragon, or I don't want to go for dragon. Um, that's just as just as good. Um, if you are backing in bot lane and your jungler wants to come to dragon, and you know that the bot lane that their bot lane's already there, and that your jungler's there, and their mid's missing, hang it off. Um, you know, that's definitely something that you need to focus on doing is telling people like, hey, this won't work. Um, you know, we didn't have the timing there. We didn't figure it out ahead of time. Um, and that's something it's it's easy. Just just call it off. Um, if the timing isn't there, if your window isn't there, make sure you're calling things off. Um, I definitely think that's something that you need to be, um, you know, kind of cognizant of is that um, you might realize something that the other team and other players don't. Um, I think a lot of people just assume that the other people who are playing with them are competent. And that's unfortunately something that I feel like you need to focus on. The other players in your on your team probably suck. And they're probably really bad. So... What you need to do is you need to say, okay, how do I help them not suck? Well, I'm going to do that by kind of instructing them, this is how I think we should do this. This is how I think we should do that. Um, they can tell you to go kick rocks, go, you know, do all this horrible things and everything, but you are attempting to make them better and yourself better by explaining what you're doing, not just by playing the game and just like mindlessly farming it out and stuff like that you're playing aram you're playing you know one of the random game modes or even like just a normal pick type thing go ahead you know you got to do your own thing you know you want to learn a champion that's fine you're trying to do this trying to do that but if you were trying to climb or you were in a competitive scene competitive team even um you need to be getting in there and you need to just tell people hey you know, I, I, we saw him bot. You know, we saw that we saw Shaco bot lane. Okay, perfect. Um, you, you might have seen him on the minimap and thought that the bot lane would have seen him because they're walking back lane, but maybe they didn't. Maybe they were on their phone. Maybe they were figuring something out in the shop, or maybe they were looking at the fight going on on top lane or something like that. If you don't do something and say something to them to get to the point where they need to like, if you can't instruct them of what you're doing, um, then, then what are they, what are they supposed to do? Um, you know, you get upset when you kind of like, how often does this happen when you're playing the game and you let someone know, Hey, I'm actually coming in here and I, you know, like, don't worry, you know, LeBlanc is coming bot, you can see him coming bot, all this different stuff, like, and you ping it, you ping it, you ping it, you ping it, and they don't listen. How upsetting is that? Exactly. Like, we've all, we've all dealt with stuff like that. But the idea is, like, if you, if people are doing this more often, um, you know, letting people know, and not assuming that the people who are playing with them are actually decent, um, then you then you're good to go. You don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about worrying, honestly, is a good way of saying it. Um, you know, the people who are playing the game and are losing, um, 
you know, well, maybe they just don't know what they're doing. And um, so if you get in there and you kind of instruct them and tell them, you know, hey, we need to be a dragon. Hey, we need to be in, uh, you know, in the top lane because we're going to be pushing here and we're going to be doing this. Um, that's something that you need to be focusing on. Um, one of the things that I like to do, uh, and I like to try to focus on this, is actually um, at that minute 30, um, before the dragon or the herald or baron or anything like that, um, what I like to try to do is I like to get in and, um, you know, if I'm doing dragon, let's say, we're going to assume this whole situation is dragon. You go to dragon, you're going to be, um, you know, if a 5v5, you guys might not win. You know, it's a, a coin flip. That's how it happens all the time. There's two drag, you know, two junglers in the pit. They both have the same smite. It's going to be a coin flip. So instead, what you can do, make a numbers advantage for yourself. Get in there and you need to take out the bot lane, um, you know, let's say within a minute of uh, you needing to go get the get the dragon here. Um, that way, when it comes to the point, you are either, like, basically you go in, you try to kill, or you dive bot lane, and you get to a point where you are not, you are now a five-man versus a three-man. Or, you know, let's just say in the bot lane, you're a one versus three because your jungler's there, your, um, you know, both your bot laners are there, and now the bot lane's dead. However, their jungler's there. Well, we have two people, or we have three people here. He only has one. Well, he's outnumbered. He's going to get, you know, turned around on. We're going to take him out. We're going to kill him or just keep him away from the pit in time so that we can just actually figure this all out ourselves. So I honestly think that this is a really good um, thing to really focus on too when it comes to timing is about a minute before you need to be focusing on getting a kill, getting a, um, you know, you know, the kill doesn't even necessarily matter, but the, the pushing them away from lane, getting them to back, getting them to kill or, you know, to death, that's, a, I guess, a form of backing is by killing them. Um, but you take a point and you just push them away from where you want to be. Um, now, of course, the obvious, you know, in, in top side, it's the opposite. Um, you know, you're going to take Harold. Okay, perfect. Let's go up there. We'll take out the top laner first. Um, you know, oh, we just saw the, you know, we saw the jungler and bot side. Let's go kill the top laner and we'll, we'll take the, we'll take the Herald. Um, you know, and that should be done, but a minute before it happens, because that gives us time to, you know, even if they're not dead the whole time for you getting the, um, you know, the, the whole like objective, the fact that they're not there and like ready on time for that thing is just ideal. You know, they're not, they're just getting there and you guys are already burning it down. Or you guys are already on top of it. You guys are, you know, warded up at this point, figured it out. That's that's ideal. That's exactly what you want. You don't want them sitting there and being able to just push you around, basically. Um, 
And honestly, I think that's the best part, the best little, like, I guess, advice I can give you when it comes to, to timing in League of Legends here. Um, you know, there's a lot of different things when it comes to, um, you know, knowing and tracking, you know, summoner spells. Um, and that's something that is really a big, um, you know, that's a big thing where you can actually really make yourself stand out. Um, you know, it's not too hard to track summoner spells. Um, you know, five minutes for flash is like the big thing. Um, but obviously then there's the whole, okay, well, does he have this, uh, you know, this rune? Does he have that rune? Uh, you know, how's, do they have a, you know, summoner ability haste, like all this different stuff. Like it gets a little confusing for sure, but you can obviously go on the base of five minutes. Um, ignite, you know, exhaust, all this different stuff. You can at least know when it's down, you know, when the timing is to go, you know, and you have windows, um, you know, figure those out, figure those things out and you're going to be golden. You're definitely going to be in like in the green when it comes to fighting and getting into fights. Um, you know, if you know that you are in a time where you are strong, um, you know, your power strike is there, or your power strike, your power sm uh, spike is there when other teams just don't have, um, you know, their power spike ready yet. Um, but that's, that's a whole different uh, episode, power spikes, all this, uh, maybe that's maybe the next episode. Um, we'll actually talk about the different power spikes, when we can fight, when we can't fight. Um, you know, we might just make that actually the whole episode as there's not a ton coming out, um, you know, when it comes to LCS news and all of that right now. Obviously, if there is something that big that does pop up, we will get into that for sure. Um, but I honestly think that's going to be it for the episode, everybody. Um, if you enjoyed the episode, whether you are on Twitter, uh, whether you are on TikTok, whether you are on uh, Anchor or iTunes or any of the podcast platforms or Twitch or YouTube, um, you can definitely let me know. Let me know in any of the comments. Let me know uh, in a uh, tweet. Let me know in a DM or something like that. This is what I liked. This is what I didn't. Um, if you're on Spotify, there's even like a, a question and answer thing. How did you like the episode? Answer there. Let me know. What did I get wrong? What can I do better? Um, the only way I'm going to get better is if I am like pushed to get better. Um, you know, if I if I know what I'm doing wrong or I know how I can fix things, even if I don't know how to fix them, I can at least know what to fix, what to look at to fix. Um, and I think that's something that's really invaluable when it comes to, um, you know, figuring this all out here. So. Yeah, again, like I said, if you enjoyed it, um, you know, leave a leave a comment, leave a like, leave a subscription, um, leave a thumbs up, uh, whatever other kind of kudos you can do for episodes and all that. Um, and I will see you all in the next episode of Kings of the Rift. Bye bye.